0: On in radio, YouTube, Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen, I'm James Critton, the radio futurologist. This week, the thing many radio station websites forget. I tend to look at a lot of radio station websites and newsletters every day as part of my job. Uh, And this is interesting and head scratching at the same time, because there's a strange thing about radio newsletters. People sign up to them because by and large, they're fans of the radio station. At least they've interacted with the radio station in the past. And a good newsletter offers the chance to grow your time spent listening by giving your most loyal listeners the opportunity to try something new. Perhaps there's a good interview next week, a new show starting this weekend, or a best-of clip from something that isn't The Breakfast Show, to help your listeners discover new things about your radio station to keep them listening. Better still, can you segment your newsletter based on when they interact with you? A good newsletter also offers the chance to make your listeners closer to your radio station by giving them news and information about the on-air talent. And that might be as simple as one of your breakfast hosts has a new haircut, or your mid-morning show host took a nice photo at the local park last week. Your talent is what separates you from Pandora or Spotify after all, so making the most of their relationship with listeners is important. Instead, the majority of newsletters I see from a radio station have nothing to do with a radio station. They've got a few paid-for competitions, some showbiz stories that everybody else has. The goal, it seems, is to drum up some short-term page traffic rather than long-term listening habits. And that appears to me to be a bit of a missed opportunity. However, here's a bigger missed opportunity. I discovered a radio station with one of those random names that doesn't communicate that it's a radio station, The Prime, or Sports Chat, or something like that. And I went to the radio station to visit to find out how to tune in. Now, sure, this website had a listen now button on every page and that opened up a web player, but I didn't want that. Specifically, I wanted to find out whether it was on DAB or whether it was on AM or FM somewhere. You know, the way that delivers over 80% of your TSL. So I prodded the website hopefully, but I couldn't find anything. I then discovered one frequency on a different website, so I idly wondered whether it existed on the radio station's website. So you can search for a particular website by typing site colon and then the name of the site, uh, and then a word into Google that will search for any mention of that word on that website. Anyway, no, it didn't. The radio station website didn't actually have any frequencies on it at all. Nor, by the way, the phrase radio station chances are your station is available in many different ways from an app to a set of amfm frequencies on digital radio in some form or on other platforms list them for this radio station i knew none of the ways that i could tune in and that to me seemed well a little bit disappointing So as a suggestion, your website and its newsletter has a primary function of getting people to listen longer to your radio station. So by all means, do other things on it, but get the basics right. Frequencies, platforms, apps. If they're not easily visible on your website, you've missed a trick. So make sure your radio station newsletter actually mentions, you know, the radio station. Music is from Ignite Jingles. For an email with daily podcast and on-demand news, visit podnews.net. The squeaky noise in the background is my chair from Ikea. And for my weekly newsletter, my website is james.crid.land. And until next time, if you have been, keep listening.